Yes, I do notice that the women struggle a little bit more. I, I think it's mm-hmm. like the old mentality of women are supposed to be home and take care of the kids, and the husband's the one that always, always went out and made the money. And yes, that's what But what's interesting that I've actually realized recently is, but all along, women have been working. It's just not as much as it's necessary now. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So, again, I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to learning more, but um, I want to do a card reading before that so that I don't feed into that. Um, is there anything interesting going on in your life? Oh, so many wonderful, interesting things happening. Um, it feels like it's negative 70 degrees in where I live. I live in the south side of Salt Lake City. It's not that cold, but it sure feels darn cold. But you know what? The sky is so beautiful. It's this beautiful blue, and there's these puppy big white clouds. And I, I am so grateful that even when I'm outside and freezing my tushy off, I can look up and see all of the beauty, the snow-covered mountains that surround me and just you know, I, I, I really strive to connect with those things that help me rather than those things that I don't like, which is the cold. <laughs> so it gives me really great experience with contrast, right? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> which is interesting because it is actually um, probably around 32, 33 today, and we have to bundle up a little bit more, and we have some light snow. So oh. right now... The ground and everything looks really beautiful. The sky is mm-hmm. not the way you described it. It's kind of dismal, but is it? the beauty the beauty brings out the difference. And yes. tonight into tomorrow, it's supposed to rain, and it will be gone by tomorrow. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. And did you notice that huge moon last night and today? Holy cow, wow. that moon is gorgeous. Wow. Oh, wow. I missed it, but on Sunday I did see it was almost a full moon, and it was out mm-hmm. during the day, and it was beautiful. Yeah, yeah, I noticed it early this morning, and it was it stopped me in my tracks mm. because it was so gorgeous, <laughs> so gorgeous. I take pictures of them when I when I see them that beautiful. Oh, do you? I didn't even take to take a picture of it, but that's okay. Mm. I've got it in my mind. I've got it in my memory, right? right? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So I pulled a card from the Life Purpose deck for you. Okay. And it actually says healer, and it's showing an angel where he's putting on his mask and he's, he's wearing surgeon clothes. And the wings are a light gray, and they go straight up from his shoulders up about, I'd say, a foot above his head and then circle right back down against his back. So I'm feeling that, nope, now I just got a, a different message, that you are taking care of somebody, that you're holding them very close to your heart, and you are praying for them, not necessarily that you're physically taking care of them, but it's somebody that you, you hold close to your heart. Is that true? Oh, absolutely, yes. Okay, so is that your mother? No, it's my daughter. Your daughter. Okay, mm-hmm. so I just had it backwards. <clears throat> okay, so what the card reads is you have the spiritual gift of healing and a desire to share it with others. So what they're telling you is your love alone is going to help your daughter heal. And reach out to the angels and let them know that you believe that they're helping and Archangel Raphael is the healing angel. So I am guided to do pull another card, again, from the Life Purpose deck. And it says you're on the right path. So I'm going to continue with that same message. And it's showing that is you achieved the goal of whatever she's going through and you helped her through it. And 
the court is so busy, but it's beautiful, and, you know, it sounds almost like you described where the blue sky and the clouds and everything, but this angel is facing forward and up to the sky with her wings spread way behind her and beautiful and gigantic, and they're like a lavender color. So that, to me, brings in Archangel Michael. So know that he's also by you and your daughter's side and that you can work with both of those angels together and they will help you advance in your healing aspect and um, positive thinking on the situation. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. Okay. Now, did you already know about these two angels, what they can do? I, yes, I love angel cards. Okay. So you know the rest of it, how the message works and everything, that um, you're, you're on the right path, as it says, and things are going to come together well. So we will yeah. put out a prayer that everything works out well. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. you so much. So much for you're that. Welcome. That yes. was beautiful. And, you know, I don't force you to share. If you would like to share anything, that would be fine. If not, we go forward. But you know what? I, I feel impressed to share, actually, just very briefly. Um, my okay. daughter fell about a week and a half ago and oh. had a concussion. Oh, and so, so we've been working with a little bit of brain trauma over the last couple of weeks with her. And so um, that gift of healing, and she's very empathic as well. So um, I appreciated that, that reminder to me that I'll heal her with my love because she picks up on my worry and my concern very, very easily. And mm-hmm. so, so I have been striving to not be so, you know, not be quite so concerned. I don't like the word worry. Um, I, I've, you know, I've been catching myself with that and just sending her love and sending her light. And so that was just a beautiful reminder to me that love heals everything and it will heal her and and um, that we're on the right path, so everything's going to work out just fine. So thank you. What a comfort that is. You're welcome, and it's got chills going through my body because now you just echoed right back to me because my mother has cancer, and she's been going for treatments for the last few months, and she's in the hospital now for a treatment, and it just something happened to her where she was slipping and when I saw her it's like oh my goodness but I didn't worry like I did in the past Mm -hmm. and exactly like you said I keep on sending my love because I can't be with her every minute she's two hours away from me oh wow and I know she's in the right place and she's got the right doctors working with her and everything so Again, like you said, I have the love sending out to her and, you know, plenty of, we have a large family, so we have lots of support and love going to my mother. So I guess that reading was meant for me, too. Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> I love how that it boomerangs like that. Yes. <laughs> That's so fun. <laughs> yes. I mean, as you were saying the words, it clicked with me. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it funny when you do reading? When we do readings for someone else, so often it's for ourselves. I can't tell you how many times I've had a client and I've been saying, all right, this is what's going on and this is what you need to do. And there's this little voice in my mind that says, Allison, are you listening to what you're saying here? This is for you too. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Now, most of the time as I'm doing the reading, I'll say, oh, this is meant for me, but it didn't work until you said something. (laughs) I guess that's why I felt pushed to share what was going on. So, hooray! I love it when, like, you answered my prayer and I get to answer yours, too. I love that. Yes. (laughs) So, so everybody listening, you know, know that this is powerful. And, you know, at the same time, although it's meant for the two of us, it may hit you in a different way and recognize that, oh, my goodness, this was meant for me, too. And that's the way the angels in the universe work. You know, if you are meant to be listening to this particular show at this particular time, that message may be meant for you, too. So, you know, keep your ears open. Yes, I, I fully believe that. I fully believe in those angelic borrowed benefits 
through energy work, through angel readings, through you know impressions that you get or I get, absolutely, that if it strikes you, it was meant for you. Exactly, exactly. And that brings us right into the conversation about what you do because one of your topics is universal laws. Mm-hmm. And that yes, is yeah. basically, you know, what we were just saying. So you can yeah. elaborate on that, Allison, please. Oh, I would love to. I would love to. I love universal laws, um, particularly the laws that govern prosperity and success and creation. Um, and you had mentioned the law of attraction. And, you know, the law of attraction has become like the superstar law since the secret a number of years ago and everybody wants to teach law of attraction but it's actually a secondary law it's actually not a superstar law like we've made it it's still a fantastic law and if you're using mm-hmm. it that's fabulous but most people don't know how to use it correctly the the law that i love to seek my teeth into the most is the law of cause and effect and can i share with you a little bit about how that law works yes please Okay, awesome. So the law of cause and effect says that every effect has a definite cause, and every cause has a definite effect. So effects aren't random, okay? And when I first heard that, I was like, okay, what does that actually mean? Like, I like to take these laws and actually apply them to my life. So how does that translate to me? So I took out the word effects, and I put in the word results. And so now it reads, for every cause there is a definite result and every result there is a definite cause results are not random and when I realized that I thought okay so if there if if every cause has a definite and specific result and results aren't random what's the cause and and through my years of study and my years of practice and a ton of trial and a ton of error the cause is how you use your conscious mind it's what we're thinking. It's what we marinate in every day. If we're marinating in worry or in self-doubt or in um, uncertainty or, um, you know, that hope that's tinged with a whole lot of doubt, or, it, or do we marinate in confidence and certainty that everything will always work out for us, even and including where our money is concerned? It's, it's how we use our conscious mind. That's the cause. And when I learned that, it changed my entire world, my entire world. Because if I'm the cause, I can change the cause. If how I'm thinking is what's directly, reflect, um, directly reflecting on my results, then rather than me working so hard and putting so much effort into changing my results, what I get to do is work to change me, and then the results naturally change themselves. So I'm really big about helping people stop efforting themselves into the ground or working themselves to the bone and making tiny little tweaks in the way that they think. And then that just naturally changes their results. And it can happen very, very quickly. So I talk about success without struggle because I had success with a ton of struggle. And I don't recommend that path. It's a really hard path. But success when you use the natural laws correctly can come so easily and so quickly and be so delightful as you go. Yes. I love that description because um, the law of attraction is basically what you put out is what is going to come back. Mm -hmm. And I've learned that if we put out the negative, the negative is going to come back. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So your description is so much simpler. Right? (laughs) That's that's why I wanted to distill these laws down into like, all right, what does that mean for me? And like boots on the ground, rubber meets the road. How does this work in my life? Because we we can talk in these really ethereal, esoteric terms, but at the end of the day, we're like, but how do I still do it? How do I do it? And that was my that was my big hang up with so many gurus teaching natural law or teaching how to be successful. At the end of the day, I still didn't know how it applied to me or how I could effectively apply the law until I just like I just dove in and then boy, I got beat up and down with the laws because I wasn't using them correctly. The laws work perfectly every time, but I was not obeying them um, until, you know, I I realize oh my goodness it's me <laughs> it's not everybody else it's me and right. and then 
boom, you know, you make that little change and things can turn around on a dime, even where your money is concerned. You can say that? I'm sorry. If things can turn on a dime, even where money is concerned. Yes. And mm-hmm. that's exactly what I plan on doing. <laughs> awesome. I like love that. it, Catherine. I love it. You can do it. Yes. Absolutely. I will do it. Um, so before we get into more of your topics, let's discuss your book a little bit first. The Prosperity okay. Approach, The Simple Formula for Ultimate Prosperity. So I'm sure yes. all your topics are in this book. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, Natural Laws, I go into several chapters that talk about, um, I've actually discovered 21 laws that we use um, when we are looking to be prosperous, we're looking to be successful, that those are um, wonderful laws to use when we do that. And so I explain what the laws are, how they work, and you see how beautifully they dovetail into each other. And, and they're kind of like they're kind of like a rainbow. You know how the colors of the rainbow aren't distinct. They kind of run into each other. The laws are like that as well. They just intermingle so beautifully together. So yes, we spend quite a bit of time um, on the laws and how they show up in your life. And, and I give examples of what it looks like in your life so that you can very easily say, oh, this is the law that's in play here. Oh, that's what I'm doing and not using that law correctly. Um, so so it's, just, it's so much easier to understand. Okay, so while it's on my mind, I would like to um, ask and I guess ask and also confirm my knowledge where I am a borderline hoarder. And little okay. by little, I'm getting stuff out of the house, but it's mm-hmm. still whatever room you go in my house, there is clutter. So okay. um, I feel that that's part of my problem, that it's blocking the money because nothing can flow. Correct. Okay. Correct. Um, do, you, do you mind if I if I give you some insight on that as well as to, as to what's going on? Yes, please. Hoarding is the epitome of scarcity. When we, when we just have to have a lot of stuff around us, um, it's because we're afraid to let it go because there's an underlying belief that our needs are not going to be met. And so, so, so we want to shift. We want to shift that thinking. And it's probably... You know, you can let a little go here and a little go there, but the thought of just sweeping a room clean on one level it incites a little bit of panic, perhaps. Yep. Like, yep. I don't know what to do. Okay, awesome. And so the perfect law for you is the vacuum law of prosperity. And this law says that nature hates the vacuum. It hates empty space. And so when we create empty space, we've created what's called a void, and the universe swoops in to fill that void. And so when you can get very, um, oh, God, intentional. Thank you, angels. I lost the word, and then they gave it to me. Um, when you can get really intentional that I'm going to clear off this counter because I am making room for more money to come, more abundance to come, this serves me so we can thank your stuff. We can thank all of those things that brought you comfort. It served you for quite some time. You got you know, you got um, use out of whatever that clutter is, but now all it's doing is hogging the room for your money. So when we can thank it and now we release it and we send it to goodwill or some of it just needs to be thrown away because its life cycle has been well, well spent, um, it, it literally changes your energy. It changes the vibration you put out, and it changes the energy and the vibration in the room. It raises, you'll, you'll find that, you know, like after you clean, you just feel settled, like, oh, this feels so nice. It times that by 100, because if, if you've got stuff just cluttering everything and you've got pathways to your house, and I don't know if it's, if it's to that point or not, but... There's, there's certainly things where you've got to scoop stuff out of the way so that you can set something else down. But when you really get that out of the way, the air and the energy is so clean and so vibrant that it, boom, like it, it, it wants to fill that void with something that's going to serve you next. So when you're intentional and say, you know, it's, it's time for money to come and bless my life, even cleaning out the bathroom drawer will bring in more money. It's really, really fun how it works. Wow. 
And is it also true that if the basement is that way, that it blocks a lot? Oh, anything, anything. Because if it's if it's like there's no there's no room to receive it. Literally, like if you're wanting a new sofa because you hate the one that you have, you've got to get rid of the sofa that you have and trust that the universe will then fill in that space, and it won't take very long. Hmm. But if but if you've got stuff that's it's it's all it's all taking a toll. It's all exacting a price from you, and it's taking your energy from you. It's taking your focus from you, and it's actually deviating you from your mission a little bit because it's distracting you. It is. And so, yeah. So this is just where we start using the power and the vibration and the principle of faith that all your needs are met at every moment in time and point in space. And this no longer meets your needs. There's something better that God in the universe wants to deliver, but it can't because you can't receive it. Right. And so this is about you being an excellent receiver. See, I know, Catherine, you are an amazing giver, an amazing giver. I mean, my goodness, just with my angel card reading, when you offered that, I was so touched. So I know just based on that that you go over and above what you are called upon to do but generally really great givers have a hard time receiving. So I'm not yeah. surprised that you've got some money blocks coming because your gifts come to you very naturally, and they're not hard for you. And so then there's this place in our mind that's like, they just need help. Just screw them. It'll be okay. And, and they come so easily. You don't have to work for it. And so just give it to them. Don't charge them. Or charge them $30 for an hour of your time or, you know, whatever it is that your mind is telling you. But what's really going on is it's blocking you from receiving the money and the blessings that God wants to send you. And it's also causing you not to value yourself. And that's what the underlying issue is, is that you're not valuing yourself. That does hit home. (laughs) (laughs) I still have it in me from my ex-husband who left me in 1992 that I'm not worth anything. So that still, you know, even though I know in reality that I am, it's still Mm -hmm. in there someplace. It is. I can feel your sadness. I, I I just want to cry from that. And so you've still got a lot of sadness around that. And because of the I'm putting air quotes around this because of the evidence that he gave you that you weren't worth anything with him leaving. And I'm sure, I'm sure it wasn't all sunshine and roses before he left. I'm sure his leaving was actually quite a relief to you. But you established this belief that you're not worth it. And so that's the program that you're running. So we've just got to change that belief. We've got to make a new decision. Because beliefs are just decisions. They're just stories that we run. And they're very compelling stories. I'll give you that. Um, for a long time, I, I, I ran the story that, that I wasn't worth it and, and that I was on my own to create any kind of success. And nobody, even the universe and God, nobody would help me. It was completely up to me and don't screw it up. That made it very, very difficult to be successful. There was a ton of struggle with that. But once I recognized what that belief was, and then I just made a new story. I, just, I changed the ending because I didn't like where the story was taking me. So I just made a new decision. And then when you remind yourself of that new decision, things change because now you're running a new program. And it takes a little bit of time. You know, you're not just going to say, okay, I'm worth it, because mentally you're saying that all the time. And energetically, you're running a program, a belief system that is the complete opposite of that. And so we've got to get down underneath where the subconscious is, which is my specialty, as rewiring the subconscious. And then once we've got got that clicked into place, oh, my gosh, hon, like your schedule will be so full. You'll be able to double your prices, triple your prices, and stand firm that they are getting so much value from what you are gifting them. I mean, my goodness, hon, you're, you're a psychic medium. So can you, can you connect people with their departed loved ones? Can you, oh, can you ask definitely. us? Oh, how much comfort would that bring? So many people. Oh. I lost my mother to suicide when I was 11. And the gift that you have to be able to, to be the mouthpiece for departed loved ones and the healing and the comfort you can bring, people will pay really really good money for that, to have that peace, to know that 
that their loved one is safe, their loved one's okay, their loved one is happy, they're, they still go on. They're still right. alive, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. But, but until you hold that, people are going to say, oh, well, I just don't have the money. Oh, I don't have any money. Can you just help me just this one time? You know, like they'll tell you the story and you'll buy uh-huh. into their story instead I of saying, do. you know what? <laughs> I know you do because I used to as well. And, and they're very convincing stories. But when we can be stronger in our conviction of our story, that, that by charging what we charge and having somebody stretch to pay that, they're going to value it so much more and they're going to heal faster because of it and they're going to show up in a totally different way simply because of that. Right. And then, and, and yeah, your whole business will change and you'll touch more lives in a deeper way because of that. Because when you hold your value, you unconsciously give people permission to hold theirs. Hmm. I love that. I would like to also add that this is a current thing that's going on, and um, I think I'm filling in the blanks, the voids that I'm not getting from my this current husband, Tony. Um, Uh First of all, I put on a lot of weight, so I don't get Mm -hmm. compliments anymore at how I look. Mm-hmm. And when I do pay, put makeup on to go to an event or something, I don't get any compliments. So that hits me very close to home. And okay. then having all the stuff in the house causes friction because he feels like I'm not good enough to take care of my stuff and get rid of it for him. Oh. Do you see how this belief plays out in every part of your life? Yep plays out in your business, it's playing out in your relationship with your spouse, it's playing out in how, how, how you think people see you. Yeah. Um, the weight was for extra protection and, and evidence, you know, evidence like, well, I'm not worth it, so I might as well not even take care of my body because I'm not even worth it. And maybe you have taken care of your body, um, but it's just not cooperating <laughs> with you exactly. anymore. Exactly. Um, so then there's that frustration. Um, I, I think the weight gain, what it feels like to me is that that is for protection because um, the, the relationship you have with your first husband was terribly painful and that's not the first painful relationship that you've had. And so it just compounded that. And so to make yourself safe, we, we want to, like our bodies love us so much and our bodies want to serve us. And so if we need protection, the body's going to be like, well, bring on the cupcakes and I'll just pat them right here on your hips. And, and we're going to make you, we're gonna, and we're going to give you some nice thick legs as you move forward so that you won't break under any sort of pressure. And we're going to, you know, beef up your back a little bit so it can bear up burdens. You know, like your body really is trying to serve you. At, but right. what it does is it feeds, into, it feeds into that program that we're running, that belief that I'm not worth it. So right. just a tiny little tweak, hon. Oh, my gosh. You will feel you'll feel like, oh, my gosh, I can't be around all this stuff anymore. I've got, I've, got to, I've got to get rid of this. I no longer resonate. Like, it's driving me crazy. Yeah. And so you'll just feel compelled to start cleaning and moving things and getting things out of your space so that better things can come in. And, and while, while that weight release does take time because our body is dense, and so it takes time for that energy to move through our body and for our, and for our body to really know and believe that we're safe, not having that excess weight, so it's safe to release it. But in the meantime, you'll be drawn to clothes that are very flattering on you, that have color, that make your eyes pop, that, that, just, that just make you shine. And you'll want to put on makeup, and people will compliment you. But but not because of what you put on the outer, but because you're finally letting your inner light really shine brightly without apology, unapologetically. Right. Like here is me, and this is this is where I am, and this is how I shine. And anybody who likes my version of shine, come on in, and I'll share it with you. And if you don't, that's okay too. And I, I do actually start. I have starting attracting a lot of people that shine. I'm just kind yeah. of stuck on something that I, I don't know if I should mention on, you know, on my interview or privately, you know. <laughs> right, and I'll and I'll let you make that call for sure. <laughs> Let's. I'll just make it simple. Okay. I was told in therapy at least ten years ago that I'm too fat. 
And we'll leave oh, it wow. at that. Okay. So is it Yeah, that's that's really deep hurtful. It is. Yeah, yeah, you're still carrying quite a bit of trauma with that. Would you mind if, and Han, the reason why this is coming up, and, and I know you know this, but I want your listeners to really feel this as well, is that there's one of your listeners and maybe many of your listeners that need to hear this as well and get this cleared out of their life also. So do you mind if I use you as the proxy to just clear that trauma? from you and from anybody else who's experienced that kind of put down from a what The reason why it hurt so much is that it was delivered from a person in a place of authority, somebody that you greatly respected and who you trusted. And for them to say that, it instantly becomes a belief and then it feeds into, I'm not enough. I have to change me in order to be enough. And so, uh, so if you'll just take a great big breath for me, let's just clear that trauma and look whoa, there is massive amounts of sadness attached to this. <laughs> and, and I think that you're the one that, like I said, you're the proxy for it, so we're just going to clear it through you and through all of your listeners as well, those of you who, um, who are affected by this. Um, and let's just put in, uh, we're just going to start putting in the program that I am enough and I am more than enough and that it's safe to be visible. And so there's another thing right there is that even though you want to be visible, you're running a program that says you're not safe when you're visible. You're not, at least not now because you're not enough yet. And so, so we're just going to, we just got to clear that nonsense out and own the fact that you are enough right now, warts and all, even though I know you have warts, you're beautiful, you are stunning, but like even with all of what you consider to be your flaws and your imperfections, you are enough right now to change your world for the better. Oh, I know that generational energy that's playing into this as well, so let's move that out of the way. We're just going to disconnect from that. So if any of you are wondering what I'm doing, I have a, I have a, um, an, an energy method I developed called energetic connection. So we're, I'm just disconnecting you energetically from those things that aren't serving you and then connecting you to those things that are going to help you to move forward. Because everything is energy and we've got to get your base vibration up and we've got to establish a new baseline for you um, for, those, for those outside things to change that you really want to change, like your money and your health and your relationship and your connection with your higher power, like all of that it all rests with the vibration that you have. So we're just, we're just getting in there and going underneath everything and clearing out the cause. And I talk about that in my book as well. That's one of the pillars of prosperity, which is energetic. Are you with me, my dear? I'm here. Awesome. How are you feeling? I'm feeling a little lighter. Yeah? feeling like crying, but I was at first, and I think it's starting to go away. Okay. Just take some deep breaths. Sometimes energy wants to come out our eyes, or sometimes our nose will tingle, and that's okay. And sometimes you don't feel anything, but we actually just moved a ton of energy, and you're really good at holding the space for people to be that proxy to move it for other people. So thank you. Thank you for holding that space. For everybody. If you feel this giant need to take a deep breath, do that. It's more energy that's ready to be released. And then take a nice big drink of water because energy moves better when you're well hydrated. Mm. Taking a sip right now. I know. I am too. <laughs> that is the one big part that I do forget all the time. Is the water? Is the water. Because I I have a, um, a, well, they don't know the reason. It's called interstitial cystitis. And, you know, your bladder has all different symptoms and pain and and frequency and everything. So I tend not to drink a lot because of it. And I know, yep, and I know I need to for the energy. So thank you for reminding me. I'm going to write a note so that I can try to drink more often. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah, your body your body is craving it. Even yeah. even with what's going on with your bladder, your bladder's upset. I'm just gonna just gonna move some things around if you're okay with that. Okay. 
just to help that heal and to get it communicating well with all the other organs and um, I'm not I'm not diagnosing anything so you know right. yep. <laughs> I'm not a medical doctor I'm not exactly. prescribing any sort of thing I'm just going underneath it and I'm just feeling the energy around it and the energy is hot and crackly and it, if it had a color it would be red so that's how I know it's angry because it's agitated and so we're just I'm just calming that down energetically and just helping remind the bladder that it knows it's Function, it knows what to do, and um, just reminding it of that, so it will it will perform the way it's meant to perform. Send some nice healing energy to it, and see if that helps. It should. I will let you know in a couple days. Thank you. Awesome. Yes, you're welcome. I am going to let all of that settle in, and if I am still feeling some of the same things next week and everyone else listening, please listen to the recording and go through this process again. Thank you, Allison, for doing that for me and for allowing me to be the vehicle to bring it to everybody else. My pleasure. Oh, my pleasure. I feel a lot calmer. Yes. So what would you like to extend and broaden on right now from where we are? Do you know what? I, I want to talk about like some strategies that you can use to keep your vibration high. Uh, what I found with the hundreds of clients that I've worked with over the years is that I can clear this scarcity energy for you, for example, for you, Catherine. But if I don't give you a skill to back up that new vibration that you can do, um, you're going to go right back down into the vibration that's familiar to you and to your body. And, and I realize, my goodness, I'm clearing the same things for my clients over and over and over again. Oh, it's because they don't have the skill to hold the higher vibration. And so, um, so what I... Let's see what I want to what I want to gift you all. What's going to be it's going to be for everybody's highest good. Oh, is that the one that we want to? Ah, we're going to use this one. What's working for me right now? So this is a, this is a game, and I love I love to call things games. I love to call them experiments to get us into a playful energy. Because if we're like, I must reprogram my subconscious mind, it gets really heavy, really fast. Or or if it's like, I have to change my life, that's just so heavy. But if we can be yep. playful with it and experiment and see how well it works, you know, try things on. Um, I find that there's so much greater success when we do that. And so um, what I want to give to you right now is a little, is a technique in a little game called What's Working For Me Right Now. This is um, really, um, really powerful when you find yourself feeling a little frustrated, feeling a little discouraged, feeling like nothing's ever going to change or that it's up to you and you don't know what to do. So this really connects you with universal power. This um, reprograms your subconscious through repetition and through um, really seeing what's actually going on around you. And so if I'm upset or if I'm feeling like, you know, nothing's ever going to change, I take a breath and I look around my immediate environment and I start thinking, okay, what's looking for me right now? How am I supported right now? So if I'm sitting down, I'm like, well, I'm in a chair and the chair's not, it hasn't broken on me, so that's working for me right now. I have long hair and usually during the day I'll pull it back in a ponytail so it's out of my face. And so I'll think, okay, my hair's in a ponytail and the ponytail is the holder is holding my hair and it hasn't broken. So that's working for me right now. Um, I'm, I've got comfortable shoes on and my feet are warm. That's working for me right now. That's supporting me. And so what it does is, is I, and I want it super, super simple. You know, most people will try to jump to gratitude when they're in frustration or despair, and they list all these things that they're grateful for, and they feel worse and worse and worse. (laughs) 
So I want to connect you with those little tiny things. I have timed this before when I have been in a spiral where I'm about to burst into tears, where the world is falling apart around me. And when I did this experiment, it took two minutes for me to feel better. Two minutes. That's it. Okay? And so, um, so for instance, I was in my car. And I was driving to an event that I was supposed to be speaking at. And I was like, there is no way that I can get up on stage in this condition. So what's working for me right now? And it was really, really cold, but my car was warm. The heater was on, and that was working for me. And it was a beautiful, it was a beautiful day outside. So that was working for me. The sun was shining. That was working for me. So as I, as I just listed things that were working for me, dumb little things, like I, like I just said, Catherine, dumb things that we don't generally think about, I could feel myself, I could feel my vibration rising. And how we know it is is that we're feeling better. We feel more calm. We feel more calm. We feel more solid. We feel like, okay, okay, the world's not coming to an end on me right now. I'm okay. This is, this is okay. And this is the start of, of really changing that belief that you're not worth it or you're not enough when you can see how literally you are supported from one moment to the next by powers you can't even see that are beyond your imagination to even comprehend. Not only how powerful they are, but how, how much they love you and how invested they are in your success. You know, we, we talk about Archangel Michael and um, Angel Raphael and Gabriel and like, all of those angels. They are there to serve us because they love us. But they can't help us until we ask. And so by just, by just putting that on what's working for me right now, that puts you in a really strong position to see how supported you are and then to say, okay, send me something. I'm asking for what I need. Send it to me. Okay. And then it puts, you in a, it puts you in that receptive mode as well. And say that again? It puts you in the receptive mode to receive. Oh, puts you in the yes. receiving mode as well. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I, I was imagining and, and picturing everything as you were saying. It's like, oh, my goodness, that is so simple. It is. It is. I am all about simple. Holy cow, the more simple I can get it, the more effective it is. Okay. Thank you. I, I love that exercise, and, and You're as you called it, the game. Yes, I just have the to, game. I'll put, it in, I'll put it into my mind as the game and try to bring that back every time I get into that kind of position. Um, right. I, I kept reaching out, like my husband, when he's stressed, he'll go out and he'll smoke and whatever, and I say to him, but there's nothing that I can do when I get into this super depressed mode to snap myself out of it. And I, I actually spoke to a couple psychologists that I was at the event a couple of weeks ago, and I said that would the marijuana candies help me, and they said that the CBD oil would help. But I'm not going to mm. go spending all that money on CBD oil where you just now gave me the answer. So the universe did oh, yeah. provide for me. <laughs> all I need is to do the game. And, you know, I, I'm putting myself in the position of at this event I got very depressed and part of it had to do with my health from the day and then medication that I took that um, I'm going to – just say it point blank. At this event, a bunch of us ended up having diarrhea. We don't know if it was from the food or whatever, but there were like six of us. And I take reg regular medication for that, and it wasn't working. So I took a double dose. After the first dose, I took only two hours before then. Well, I got into such a depression over certain things that were happening here and whatever. I wasn't being recognized. I felt neglected. And I ended up speaking to one of these psychologists, and he said to me, well, there's your problem. You took too much Lamotil, and that's a depressant. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. Ooh. I said, and and he said, and it's not working because you're not the only one. There are several others that have this same thing. And, and so he told me about, you know, um, just clear fluids and Pepto, uh, Pepto-Bismol. And it's like, oh, my God, that worked over my Lamotil. And <laughs> I was in shock, you know. <laughs> but um, 
I, I couldn't attend the full event the next day because I knocked myself out so much with the one situation. I think mm-hmm. I let the other one linger a little bit. So if I could yeah. have had this, <clears throat> excuse me, at that time, I'm I'm gonna say I think it would have helped me halfway because we did. I just did say that part of it had to do with medication causing it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I feel yeah. that if if I had this opportunity when that arose, that I wouldn't have fell apart as much as I did. Well, the thing that's great about this game is that you're going to have many more opportunities to use it. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, there's going to be times when you feel depressed. I know. And, but except that it can be a really powerful experience because there's one, there's one other thing that I want you to add to it. All right, Catherine, I want you to put to it, um, that's what's working for me now because I'm worth it. Ah, uh, yes. And as you continually remind yourself of your worth because you're worth it. That's going to help to reprogram as well and change your story, which changes your circumstances. It has to. Right, It's natural law. It has to. Yes. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And, you know, I I do have to point out, I I gave consideration to not doing the interview today and um, going back to see my mother. And, you know, I'm in New York and I'm on Long Island and it's two hours to see her in the city. And something told me, no, I have to do this interview, that I I have to go forward with it. So this is why. And I am so appreciative and um, I'm hoping that everybody that's listening can also appreciate and gain a lot of insight and have this work for them because I I feel totally different after you walking me through that, me as you're talking, looking around what's in my atmosphere and everything and what's serving me right now. And um, you made a total change in me today. Thank you. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you. That is the greatest compliment I can get when I've made Mm -hmm. a change for somebody. So thank you so much. And let's recall the first card that I pulled for you was Healer. Yeah. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Yep. I had to definitely add that in because we knew from the beginning that that's what we were going to get to. So I'm excited. (laughs) Yes. Oh, I love it. See how it all works. See how it all works for you. It It always works out for you. Yes. It's so beautiful. It's so yes. beautiful. Uh, and now, I, I, and I'm not sure if we have if we have time for we have this. A few okay, awesome. So that technique, that game that I gave you, I actually um, actually created a report, and it's and it's to help you remove money blocks and fear blocks and things like that. But it's really it's a really going in the back door to rewire your subconscious and really fun ways that you can just use things from your immediate environment. And and I created a free report. I would love to gift that to your audience. Is that okay if I do that? Almost definitely, please. Awesome. Okay. So you're going to go to prosperityapproach.com slash 52 ways. And it's just the number 52, five, two ways. And these are actually, the reason why the number is 52, it's, it's a, it's an, an exercise or a game that you can play once a week for a year to create greater prosperity. But you can use it, you can use three a day if you want, like you can use it any way you want. But they're very, very practical, very simple things that you can do anytime, anytime, whether you're at the post office or you're in a shower or when you're lying in bed and haven't gotten up yet. But these are techniques that are going to help you to remove those fears, remove money blocks, and, and I've gamified it. And these are tried and true. It's exactly what I did to help me get over fear and money blocks, so I know that they work. And, and I would love to give that to your audience. So it's prosperityapproach.com forward slash 52 ways. And that's my gift to you and to your audience. Thank you. And I did You're see welcome. that in my notes. And as I was trying to get myself situated, I did download it. So when I'm finished talking to you, I will definitely start looking at them. Thank you so much. Welcome. You're welcome. You are welcome. I know they'll help. I know they will. Because if they work for me, they'll work for everybody. 
Exactly. And, you know, that some people do say, oh, no, I, I can't do it. And then, you know, it becomes so easy when, when people share how simple you did it with me. And I, yeah. that's why I love people working with me. And so my audience can decide who sounds the best that they can work with and follow mm -hmm. through with. Yes, yes. Because I'm going to resonate with some and I won't with others. And that's mm -hmm. exactly how it's meant to be. So that's right. right. Exactly. So I have just one more question since we're running out of time. And mm -hmm. it is personal as what are your interests outside of work? Oh, my goodness, my family. <laughs> I, have, I have an incredible husband. We've been married for 22 years. And we have four awesome children. We have three boys. And my little girl that I was talking about at the beginning who has a concussion, she's my youngest. She's 12. Um, and I love, we love spending time together. I love to travel with them. I love to read. I'm a voracious reader. I love uh, the beach, which is really sad because I'm in a landlocked state. So I don't get to go to the beach or the ocean nearly as much uh -huh. as I would like to. Yep. <laughs> but, but traveling, being with my family, um, reading, you know, kind of, kind of the boring hobbies, but boy, they fill my soul. I love it. Watching movies with my kids and my husband. Yeah, we love that. Yes. And what about your little terriers? Oh, oh yes, our Yorkies. Our Yorkies have been naughty lately. So <laughs> uh -huh. we, have, we got two little Yorkshire Terrier puppies, a little boy and a little girl. They're named Zeus and Zandra. And Zeus weighs a pound and a half, which is why we named him Zeus. And Zandra uh -huh. is like, three pounds. <laughs> and so, oh, yes, we love to romp and play. And we're in the middle. They're only four months old. So we're, ah. we're in the middle of housebreaking and, you know, puppy stage. So it's a lot of fun, but dang, it's a lot of work, too. But, wow, they're, they're so adorable. <laughs> yes, they are. And when I got my Yorkie, um, I was told that she was going to be only like four to five pounds, and she's about seven pounds. So you know that she gets fed well. <laughs> wow, that's a happy Yorkie right there. <laughs> yep, yep. And I bought her because God was telling me that I needed to buy a dog. And I never wanted any animals. I was afraid of dogs, and I just, you know, it just wasn't me. And for God to be telling me you need to get a puppy, it's like, oh, okay, and that's the kind I'm attracted to. And then uh -huh. I got the same message from God about my husband. We had a business together, and he didn't take breaks. He didn't take time to have lunch. He worked all day and into the night. And I kept on telling him for several weeks, I said, but Tony, God said you need a dog. So I finally talked him into it, and we went to the shelter, and there was this American bulldog that we walked past, and he walked right back to her. She was sitting quietly, and she looked at him and said, I'm yours. And oh. he, he adopted her, took her to work every day, and she made him take the breaks and everything. And now that he had to, yep. Now that he had to close the business because of finances, she just, I try to work in the kitchen because we keep them closed off. The little one and the big gigantic one, we keep them in the kitchen most of the time because I don't, I don't like the smell and the rug, so I uh -huh. can find them. And so I have a, a little laptop that I leave on my kitchen table and I connect to my office computer. So I'm amongst <laughs> the dogs a lot. <laughs> oh, I love it. They're, they're such great therapy, aren't they? They are. Just their, their vibration and that unconditional love energy and yeah. that, you know, happy to see you energy. Oh, it's so healing, so therapeutic. It is. And as you were describing yours, and I'm saying, oh, they must be puppies, Dad. I, I remember those days, so thank you for sharing that. <laughs> yes, they are, they are super, super fun. Oh, but I, I'm looking forward to being out of the puppy stage for sure. But, oh, there's yes. little cuddle bugs, and they're yes. just darling. So funny, so funny. We were fortunate with both of them. They didn't eat any of our stuff, so we were very fortunate. <laughs> wow. That is, yeah. that's fantastic. Uh-huh. And Candy must have been trained already, but um, 
right away. They thought that she was about a year old or something like that, and mm-hmm. she knew right away to go out and, you know, eating time and everything, so we were fortunate. Wow. That's a yes. dream dog right there. Holy cow. <laughs> yes, yes. So good luck to you. Thank It'll you. Fun for sure. How yes. Old is your youngest child? Uh, how old is your oldest child? My oldest is 21. 21, okay. Yes, yes. Okay. I've got a 21-year-old, an 18, a 16, and those are all boys, and then a 12-year-old girl. Okay, that's a nice range. Yes. I have yes. three of my own. Um, let's see. So Richie's 38, Melissa's 37, and no, yeah, right, and then Vanessa is 30. And then I have four stepdaughters who range in the 40s to 50. Oh, is that right? You got you got your hands full. And we have sixteen grandchildren. Oh. Two, yep, two great grandchildren, and another one on the way pretty soon. Oh. Now I have not had grandchildren yet, but I hear that they're actually even better than children. Yes, my <laughs> nine-year-old grandson is here right now. Um, he doesn't have school, so I had him from yesterday morning until tomorrow night, and it's so oh. fun having him here. Oh, what a wonderful opportunity for both of you. Take some mm-hmm. amazing memories together. Yep, yep. And he he always wants to come here, and I just love it. Oh, yeah. Well, you've got great energy, so I, don't, I can see why he likes to be there. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. In fact... I promised him when we finished talking that I would go play ball with him again. We roll the ball back and forth in the hallway, or we throw it to each other where it's safe in the hallway. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, how fun. Yeah, so that's what I'll be doing after we hang up. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. It's great. So, Allison, um, as I said, I am going to look at your report. Um, That's a lot of information. Thank you for sharing that. And what would you like to close with? What's your uh, most important takeaway? The most important takeaway that I, I wish and I pray for everyone that listens is to really understand how powerful you are to create the reality that you want to experience. You absolutely have it within you. And when you can tap into that power, you will be astonished and delighted at the gifts that are waiting for you. Mm, That is beautiful. Thank you. Welcome. It's been wonderful having you here, and um, we will connect again another time. And I, I just love this conversation because I did get a lot out of it. And like I said, I did actually feel calmer and more relaxed. And I know that everything's going to flow better now because thanks, thanks to your healing. Ah, my pleasure. Thank you again for having me. What a delight. You're welcome. <laughs> So everyone listening, thank you so much for spending your time and listening to everything that Allison had to share. And please remember to subscribe to my podcast and share it with your friends so that you both gain a lot of value from all my guests and choose who connects with you the best where you follow through and seek their guidance. And if you would like me to speak at your event, please contact me at Catherine at CatherineMLab.com, and that's C-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E-M-L-A-U-B. And that's the same as my website, CatherineMLab.com. On my website, you can get a free report on overcoming stress. And you can find out more information about me and my products on, online. If you email me and mention you heard me on my podcast, I will give you a 10% discount. And again, you can find out more about Allison and her projects at, this is her main site, AllisonChavez.com, A-L-Y-S-O-N-C-H-A-V-E-Z.com. And you can get her free download, Money Magnet, 52 Ways to Overcome Fear and Money Blocks at ProsperityApproach.com slash 52 Ways, P 
P-R-O-S-P-E-R-I-T-Y-A-P-P-R-O-A-C-H dot com slash 52-W-A-Y-S. And remember that you can also purchase Allison's book, The Prosperity Approach, The Simple Formula for Ultimate Prosperity at Amazon.com. And I'm looking forward myself to reading her book and following her 52 ways, and I hope that you all get a lot out of it too. This is Catherine Lamb. Have a wonderfully blessed day. Thank you for listening to our conversation. We hope that you found the discussion to be rewarding and inspirational, and you take action to create a healthier and happier personal environment for yourself and those you interact with. If you liked this episode of The Celestial Spoon, please listen again next time to learn more about how spirituality has guided others to advance their lives. We wish you the best on your personal journey.